from a different view And I realize all the things I already knew You're not for me, you know And I don't think that you've ever been good for me Greetings, everybody, and welcome to a b- b- bonus episode of The Televoid. I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya. Donna Martin graduates. Oh, wait, wrong show. <laughs> and we are revisiting the recently covered and always insane North Shore, uh, the long, or shortly, <laughs> uh, the long-running set. Ten years it lasted. Hawaiian masterpiece that took place on early aughts. Fox, uh, starring, I mean, we can get into it, but of all people, Jason Momoa, and uh, a whole rampant uh, crew of people that have been making the rounds on Fox and on uh, our TV screens to today. Um, but this is the fi- like the final finale series ender for the show. That never and aired was- in the U.S. It's Yeah, it's a wild ride. It is possible to find. If you do watch it, only watch the Daily Motion version. Um, And it is. Oh, wait, does the the Daily Motion version not have the subtitles? It does, but it doesn't swap the audio out in the last two minutes, which is a whole other. Like, what? There's a version on YouTube that the last four minutes, there's just. It's the intro again. But everyone's, it, you see the final four minutes of the show, but the the sync to, for the audio is the first four minutes of the show. I guess they didn't want you to hear Oasis. It's a wild ride, is all I'm saying. And, <laughs> like Kawabunga. And when we say yeah. this is the finale, but never aired on Fox, Fox literally aired, so this is episode 21 of a 21 episode season. Fox literally aired uh, episode 20, it called it the season finale, and it ended on a cliffhanger. Of, like, Vincent flying off, I guess, just to Maui is where he went, by the way, is what we learn here. And there's, right. and then they canceled the show, so this never aired in America. Also, like, it truly seems like this is a point where they're like, we give zero fucks. <laughs> I don't think it was canceled before they shot and filmed and aired this, in the or like, put it in the can at least, but, like, it almost seems like that was what their decision yeah. was after they heard that the show was gone off the air, and- because it's truly one of the most... Mm-hmm bonkers endings I've well ever it's clear they movie. added shit and doherty because of like a for ratings obviously that, that's that's clear it's like we i'm need, sure that worked out well for them <laughs> we need to shake Shana doherty is it, still a famously well-known actress today oh well, yeah they needed to shake it up for their nighttime soap and like she can shake shit up <sighs> and that was the point because this show is insanely different from what we started off with in those first two episodes yeah so let's we'll just get right into it because oh. it gives like a little previously and one more thing, like, the finale apparently only aired, had a one single airing, so that's why every rip of, like, the show is, like, this one particular rip with the, these subtitles. It aired once. So you hopefully caught it when you could. <laughs> but, um, either way, this is, like, okay, so we get, like, a little backstory, because we started off the season really liking the episodes, and thinking, like, okay, there's some things that can be fixed, but, like, surprisingly watchable for a show that was cancelled immediately, like, within a season. So, I was like, okay, this is actually not that bad. Then you watch the first, like, minute of this that recaps the, ra- the past season, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, what has happened? Take, they didn't take any of the things that we thought they would, like, turn up, and instead they, like, picked the weirdest parts and then made those huge. So, like, it was a little soapy in the beginning. They apparently turned this soap up to, like, 3,000, and not only bringing in Shannon Doherty, although, like, this is, like, Shannon Doherty, like, post-charmed, so... It's getting bad. Um, yeah, it's she not has terrible her, yet. Her reputation carrying, the... like, 
she's carried the reputation with her. Yeah, and then I think, like, realistically, it's not necessarily... I, I hate so much of that stuff that seems, like, a little bit... Like, you know, people who are difficult to work with. Like, it tends to be women, especially strong-opinioned women. But Shannon Doherty... I feel like there is at least some truth to the rumors, because literally, I think every show she's been on, she's consistently ended abruptly in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I know it's all you know conjecture. I don't know her life, but this is definitely post Prue Hallowell. Um, I think it's before she goes back to nine hundred two one zero, though. Yeah, right? this was before that she even starts up again. But I feel like that was kind of like the death knell for her. I don't know that she's ever recovered. Although she was on Heather's, I think, this season. But I think it's more of like a stunt casting decision. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, it's not so bad that she's like started filming those promos for like 1-800-COLLEGE. <laughs> but, like, it's it's in a place where like things are starting to like get bad. So she's not at her best. Because, like, Shannon's already on Charmed. As insane as some of the scenes to her were, and, like, it got very tumultuous towards the end, um, I feel like she was always very dialed in. Like, she seemed more involved and interested in the show. This almost seemed like she was, like, giving lines to camera in a different area than the rest of the cast. Yes. Like, she did not seem like she was checked into the cast at all. In fact, like, it's almost ironic that they cast her as this, like villainous, disinterested woman who's just sort of there to break up everybody and, and like, throw spikes on the road. Because, honestly, it feels like what Shannon Doherty was doing in real life. Like, it's a really creepy, like, allegory to her actual presence on the show itself. Like, she cast as herself in a weird way. I would call it uh, comparable to, I guess, Heather Locklear showing up in Mero's Place 2.0, which... Like she did very well, and I would I feel like because uh, Heather Locklear is also another one of those actresses where they they come in you know later in a show and it's like and this is how we rejuvenate. But I think mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing Heather Locklear in these roles, and I can't really say I see the same feel the same about Shannon Doherty. Not that I'm anti- which is sad because she's awesome like, when she's awesome. She, yeah, I think she uh, Charm might have been like the peak of her actual acting, and then yeah, it all went downhill from there when like when she left. I will say, like, as much as Charmed is 100% Holly Marie Combs' baby when you go back and watch that show, if you watch the first couple seasons, Shannon Doherty is, like, carrying the show on both shoulders. Like, she is truly, like, the person who's the show. Like, there's almost, like, the Shannon Doherty show. Mm-hmm. But Holly Marie Combs and Elsa Milano honed their ability. I mean, obviously, they're both long-term actors yeah. before that. But, like, they, I think, reached their, their like, sweet spot while on that show, too. That's why the show was so fucking good in the first few seasons. But, like, the two of them, it's like they were all... It's like Shannon already comes in in a hot rod. She goes zooming down the highway at, like, 80. They're, like, merging onto the highway at, like, 65. And they get up, and then they pass her. And then her car, like, spins out. Like, that's kind of how that show went. Because... They eventually surpassed her and then some because the character of Prue became truly like useless by the end, and that's why they brought in Piper, obviously. <laughs> or, not Piper, Phage. Phage, Phage, Jesus, all the peas. But yeah, so that's that's like where I'm at with Shannon Doherty. I think it's important to mention because she's like a huge, like she's like a honestly like, this like Death Eater that's like floating above the scene. <laughs> really, that's what's happening. It's sucking the light from the scene because the camera cuts to her and it's like it's a different show. And it's like I get where she's coming from because she's kind of playing it more like the actual soap character mm-hmm. actor that she is. But like the show is not at that place yet, clearly, and, and it should not it be. Just sort of seems like very like anachronistic to the show because it's like. You have all these, like, serious, like, emotional beats with, like, 
Frankie and Tessa, and then they cut to her, and it's like, <laughs> and she's like lurking out near the water. Oh, yeah. Her eyes will just squint, like, I'm going to screw that up. Soon. When she's talking, so, when Tessa's talking to Ian Anthony's Dale's character, and you just see Shannon Doherty in the background just scowling. Yeah, and it's like, look, I get it. Like, that's not really her fault. That's kind of the director's fault, in a way, because, like, they're cutting to her off on this huge wide shot, and it's just, like, her on the sidewalk just glaring. But it, like, it's almost like a weird, it's like, it's, it reminds me like an anime show or something. <laughs> like, you'll show, like, it's like the two of them talking about an emotional thing, and then it cuts out to the, the wide shot, and then she's just there in the background just like, and then, like, angrily with, like, little specks of sweat and anger <laughs> popping off of her. Like, that's the level of, like, acting she's giving. It's just sort of, like, angry looks to who is pissing her off at any given moment. Because everyone's always pissing her off in every given moment. She's anyway, a very so angry woman. She's introduced. She's basically, and honestly, her character seems rudderless. Like I don't even know what her the character, point of her character is. Just is. a monster, and I had to. So I had to look this up uh, just to get background on the character. Uh, so she comes in to do basically, I guess, a hostile takeover or whatever of the hotel from Vincent, along with Nicole's dad. I guess Alex okay. is uh, also Nicole's half sister. I guess really, yeah. It looks like uh, Alex. It, uh, he knocked up. Uh, Nicole's dad knocked up his secretary, and then Alex was the child. Wow. That makes no sense. (laughs) They don't look at all alike. That's bizarre casting. Okay. Whatever. That (laughs) will be very, very clear. Wait, so they had no... (laughs) You're You're joking, though. They had all these scenes together, surely. Right? Or no? Did they have no scenes together? Wait, I mean, like, I can't understand what their plan was there. Because, like, not only does she look different facially, she's, like, four feet taller than Shannon Doherty. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's a bizarre pairing. It makes no sense. She's, like, four feet taller than Shannon Doherty, so I don't understand what's <laughs> going on there, but, okay. Yeah, So don't, didn't they get the memo produced. that everyone on this cast has to be tall? Yeah, I mean, she's, honestly, the shortest person on the show, I mean, and that's saying They even like, cast Adrian Blicky in a guest role, and she's 5'11". It's like, you have to be tall right. to be on the show. Besides, I guess, Truly. MJ, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how tall she is, but she definitely looks tall enough. But anyway, so she's Shannon Doherty's introduced in the fact that like it's very vague in the in the previouslys, but she's just there she's, basically she's the worst. being awful, like you said, hostile takeover. Yeah. But like it's almost like her role is almost not even very clear. It's just sort of like she's just this vulture. I guess she she has she she doesn't own the hotel. I think she owns half of the hotel, or like maybe sixty percent or whatever. But half? Oh, so just the hostel takeover from like the board or whatever? I don't even know because the board. It's unclear. Because this board specifically, I mean, like they're like uh, Booth Corp. So I looked up that. Booth is Nicole's last name, so it's like that's the family's company. Oh, yeah. Okay. All so right, they're like so, their dad. So Nicole's dad is probably still pissed about Jason. Comes in, hostel takeovers the hotel. Yeah. Bing bang boom. She gets implanted as the the new like head, and yeah. they're trying to like figure. I it guess out, in theory, so. she, okay. she's not. She's the new ge- the new general manager, so she has like Jason's role. And Jason didn't seem that corporate when he was no. taking over. I mean, it's a very low key. We mentioned before. It seems like a very boutique, like its own resort, mm-hmm. because like it's not really like. The way that, like, some of the places in, like, Four Seasons, for example, sure, there are, like, major Four Seasons in other cities, but it's very much, like, that's their brand. So, like, as much as it's about, like, it being a franchise, it's not... All I mean is, like, so the Grand Waimea, which is the hotel on the show, or the resort, is basically not tied to a ton of branding. Yeah, it's not, like, a big corporate thing until, I guess, Nicole's dad takes over. 
But it makes no sense because then they're talking about board members suddenly, and then it just very—it's very confusing the way they show the hotels both being like completely independent and then completely reliant on board members' opinions. I guess we should—we um, should have watched the whole season, obviously. Whatever. <laughs> and also, I'm not previously... doing that after this episode. So the terrible things Alex does. Uh, I guess Frankie and Tessa start a club like on the property. It's Frankie's like it's Frankie's club specifically, but uh, Tessa Frankie's, is working uh, the door Noah, and she's trying to him. stop these teenagers from getting in. And I was like, well, let them in, blah, blah, blah. We're in the hospitality industry. And, of course, these, these teenagers uh, drink a bunch and get caught by the police. So, Well, also, can I say, like, it's not just that she lets them in. She specifically mentions they're, like, some famous person's daughters or nieces or whatever. Yeah. So, like, she's not just saying, like, we're in the hospitality business. She's saying it, like, we've got to rub elbows with the rich people here mm-hmm. and make their kids happy and healthy or whatever. And... Somehow, instead of, like, turning them away from, like, underage drinking, that means letting them in and letting them get, like, completely trashed. Um, But then he loses his liquor license as a result of that, suspended. Mm -hmm. Which And then, because he has no liquor license, I was like, well, I guess I have to take over the club myself. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, it's again, it's, like, another hostile... Yeah, it's her thing, way of screwing him out of making money, which is what was happening. She rescinds his lease because he has no license now, and then in the interim, she's able to, like, use that as, like, a... Uh, bargaining to take over the entire club mm-hmm. because I think she owns part of it based off of how he yeah. he did it on the property and then she took all of it and then um, technically Tessa owned a little bit but she well we'll get into that she decides to use that as her own leverage um, and then on top of all of this in the background which is I think sort of relevant because there's this useless third plot <laughs> but it becomes the most important plot that Vincent is secretly a scammer, as Harry Morgan from before. He has been... I don't know what he was doing exactly, but he was just trying to get his... Whatever he his was doing, I don't like it. I don't... It seems like he... Like, the, the, the... What is it? Like, the... the SEC or someone? I don't know. It's all confusing, but somehow the FBI or some kind the of... The DEA is who they keep bringing Jason, up. Yeah, DEA. But it's like, it has nothing to do with... I don't think... Th- I think the original people that wanted to get him are not them. I think it's like the actual, like... And you've... Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's just... I think he was moving money around. Mm-hmm. The people that would do that are not the DEA. They don't watch money. But, like, he was moving money around in order to get the hostile takeover away and take back his control in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, in order to do that, he went to his girlfriend slash business friend, um... Jiao, I don't think her last name, Jiao something, um, and she's, yeah. like, basically this, like, sorted, like, uh, below the, uh, like... She's definitely a criminal. <laughs> yeah, criminal, like, criminal underground, like, below the, mm-hmm. uh, normal levels of business operating, and she's using, like, drug money to fund mm-hmm. his buyback. Yeah, the, she gives him $20 million, but he has to move, like, something, right? And they try and use Jason in the, in this flashback... At some point, they tried to have Vincent use Jason, um, or no, sorry, they tried to give Jason an out by letting him turn on Vincent, and he refuses, and then Vincent thinks that he did turn on him, there's a whole scene did where you he wear like, a wire? his shirt open, are yeah. you wearing a wire? And then Jason being like, I can't believe you think I'd do that, it's like, dude, it's kind of okay, he and, seems like he's oh, shady as shit. Of course they're screaming because it's very windy in Hawaii, as always. <laughs> they're up on a cliff. They- they're also, like, on a cliff. They meet, like, on a cliff. <laughs> bizarre they've always found anyway found the windiest locations it's so good i know it's it makes no sense it looks like they're like on the the road to hana or something which you for those of you who don't know why that's just like not even the right island but still it's just a weird shot like they truly are like what are you doing i don't know it's just like screaming now we have to talk about and then gabriel and his terrible hair 
Well, first the, sh- <laughs> the episode opens on Momoa boxing well, no, shirtless. Well, we'll talk about that, but like the other people, we have to talk about Gabriel because his girlfriend, his Daytona girlfriend. Oh god, the, his girlfriend. They mentioned in episode now. two is uh, Adrian Palicki. Yeah, she shows up in the penultimate episode. Apparently, it's Adrian Palicki, Lisa, <laughs> Lisa from She's Daytona. Awful. Can I just say, like, I know that I was weirded out by the second episode being called Tessa. My other sister's name is Lisa, so it's <laughs> too much for me to handle. <laughs> There's no Mara, but, like, it's just just so close. God, what if the one girl he knocked up was creepy. Mora? He would have died. Oh, God. Okay, Jesus. now we can talk about the best scene in the episode, the first scene. Yeah, which is, like, all, it's, like, little baby Jason Momoa, because he's so, like, honestly, he's still, like, in great shape, but, but like, it's so, so thin. It's so hot, though. So thin. Yeah, and then also, like, he's just boxing. He's just, he's like, He's kickboxing, and it's great, and then he takes off his shirt. A bag. Yeah, and then he's just, like, running around. It's just great, and he's, like, angry at the fact that his club got taken from him, and Tess is, like, really quietly, like, like, oops, by the way, I'm the one that let those girls in. He doesn't know yeah. that she's the reason she why. Tries he the just whole thinks ep- that he got yeah. in. <clears throat> Through, like, another I mean, she's the reason why, but Alex is actually the reason why, honestly. Right, exactly. And then she's she knows this, but uh, we mentioned before, Tessa is very damaged from, like, her years of grifting and, like, not having a great support system, so she doesn't really think that he's going to react great. But now she has a perfect boyfriend. Don't. And good for her. Who's amazing and understands she- Oh my god, they're so good together. They're so it's cute. Adorable. When they're leaving at the end, I'm like, oh my god, really they're really cute. Because, like, oh, we'll get to his parts. Like, he's amazing. Like, I don't know how much of that is just, like them needing a quick, like, fix, but, like, they truly make his character so... Probably one of the most rationally reacting men on a TV show I've watched in a while. Like, truly, like, he understands her motivations, and he forgives her and understands it. Like, it's beautiful. Anyway, so, meanwhile, we can get back to Gabe's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So she surprises him when he goes to the bar, and he's like, by the way, I'm here still, and he's, like, in jock, because... He, he's so, yeah, I think he's such a he puppy. he's gonna leave. She was there on, like, a girl's trip or something. Yeah. And then, and then she decides to stay behind, which is like, well, who the fuck can stay behind on a girl's trip? Everyone wants to, but, like, <laughs> staying behind in Hawaii is not something you normally do on a whim. I would, but, I okay. mean, I would do it for Gabriel if he cut his hair, because, Jesus Christ, his, his hair upsets me. And Can I say, too? He looks like- I don't know if it's- He looks like shot Zach Morris in Saved by the Bell, the college years. Yes, he definitely does. But, like- there was a, f- I think it was a promo scene, because there's no, in the previously, there's no sh- the shot of Chris, right? Or is there? Uh, in the previously, no. Previously, only, oh yeah, MJ is a musician now. <laughs> well, I don't know, I don't think that's even in the, the previously. That is in the previously, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So maybe that's it. The, in my notes, The Australian chick like, being like, oh, you should do music. Yeah, that's in there. Yeah. Um, I'm real confused about that, too, because I think maybe it was Chris, but I swear to God they showed a shot of Gabriel, and he looked awful in the previous season. I was like, what did they do to him? It was Gabriel. I just like, just his hair has here. grown I think long. that, and he might have gotten buffer, which I don't think I like at all. Well, his hair looks dark in the yeah. pr- in the previously, but it might have just been the lighting, or it could have been Chris. But, like, I was in, sh- I was literally, like, I recoiled, like, oh my god. <laughs> I pretty, Maybe it was Chris, though. I, know, like, I, was I don't think, I don't think Chris is in the previous season. I, I think it was Gabriel, our sweet Gabriel. <laughs> Oh, God. I'll try and snap a picture of it, but maybe I'm just, like, seeing things. But, like, I had this image in my mind of what he was like in the first few uh, episodes, which is, like, gorgeous and new and probably has all that pilot money. And then you see, like, this, this like, haggard-looking <laughs> version of him. But also, I think it's supposed to be implied, like, it's, we'll get to later on, the sponsorship's kind of eating at him, and he's feeling, like, really different, because he's a, now he's a pro surfer. Um, but yeah, so, so anyway, so she's back and she's just like, hey, I'm thinking about maybe getting back together with you. Apparently during the scenes where she was in the last episode, 
Alex is not a huge fan of her being there. Yeah, I think she's um, a distraction. So she like tried to pay her off to leave. It makes no sense. Does Alex like, this whole plot fuck makes Gabriel? no? Because it doesn't make I mean, no sense give otherwise. Give me that scene. Give me the scene where they hooked up or something. Alex, because then yeah. at least it makes sense. So Alex's just, thing makes no sense. Like her, her motivation. Every time, I'm, every scene, I'm like, wait, does she want to fuck Gabriel? Is that what's happening? Wait, does she want to fuck Frankie? It, is that what's happening? This is, like, what people probably picture Lucifer to be like. Like, the show Lucifer. Like, literally, it seems like she's just in the background making dirty deals to make people around her unhappy. Like, that yeah. is the vibe is, like, she's, like, a literal, like, villain. I, yeah, I don't understand the motivation for what... Wh- why I mean, she, I she think hates her motivation Lisa so is, much. I want you to win the... I want you to be, like, non-distracted. But once she's realized that he's ready to quit over this, why doesn't she just, like, give in? Why does she force him to... Uh, we'll get to that. But, like, it's just... She's... It's not even like it's a monetary thing. Like, they said they want a clean skater or sh- uh, surfer with no um, girlfriend. That's why they're offering you the deal. And he's like, well, I don't want to pretend I'm not yeah. dating someone. Is she trying and to sell sex thing. or something? And if he's single... I don't that, that, know. But... But, like, her motivation is basically, if you're not single, you're not sponsored. And it makes zero sense. Because any pro surfer is probably getting a ton of ass. So, like, it makes... <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand, Latoya. I don't, <laughs> I like, I don't either. Her, like, why does she care? Yeah, when she buys him the car, it's like, oh, so she does want to, like, fuck him, but no. she. Unless we're missing a scene in the previous episode where, she, okay, here's what would have made sense, is if, like, she was the one that was pregnant from their, like, one-night stand or something. Mm-hmm. Or she was a quote-unquote bad influence and she was, like, heavy into drugs or something. Like, sure, give me those scenes with someone who actually is, like, quote-unquote bad influence. This girl might be, like, a shitty ex-girlfriend, but, like, we don't know that she's gonna, like, make him stray. She could be, like, the biggest, like, fan of his surfing and, like, his number one cheerleader. It doesn't seem like she has a job that matters if she's staying behind in Hawaii for a <laughs> random, like, extra few days at her own whim. So, why do you think that she's gonna be a quote-unquote distraction? If he's still surfing when she's with them, he's still surfing. At the end of the episode, he's n- not surfing for a minute because she pulled a sponsorship. Like, it makes... It, it doesn't... It does not compute why she thinks that that's gonna get him back on track, is all I mean. Like, her whole, like, logic makes no sense. But yeah, so that's what's happening. He's just like, oh, you're here, and I'm now really tempted to stay with you, even though behind the scenes, uh, Alex had tried to pay her off to leave. Now I wonder and... if, like, every episode from episode two on, Gabriel always just finds a way to mention Lisa from Daytona. That could be why it's like he won't shut up there about is her. A, there, is a scene, there is a scene later on where he says, maybe it's that scene, it's that scene, I guess, where he says, I have to put a quarter in the bucket every time I say Lisa. Yeah, Frankie made him say so I think I bet you he does just because I'm telling you I wrote in my notes which I brought up in the last in the the second part of the first episode we did is like why does he randomly say that he's from Daytona Beach with his ex girlfriend Lisa like really specific stuff which is like completely irrelevant but it turned out to be like maybe like the only character trait bit of long term planning yeah because otherwise it's just like I so like Gabe becomes a surfer (laughs) problem (laughs) nothing okay next next uh, bit of turmoil. Um, and then, okay, so in addition to that plot, we also have Jason and Nicole. Um, they're wondering where Vincent's at, because Vincent is still missing and if, as of the last episode. Yeah, and if Vincent doesn't turn himself in, Jason's going to prison. For what? I don't know. And I do not care. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I could not be more interested in just watching it blind. Yes. In the, These are the best episodes to In me. the first two episodes, you guys will probably notice that we like Jason and Nicole. Not in this episode. They've never been more boring. Do your job. I sleep the whole time. <laughs> like, every scene that they cut to them... 
It's like you might as well be sleeping. It's completely irrelevant until the very last scene, of course. <laughs> um, well, second to the last scene. But yeah, so then, meanwhile, we see where he's actually at. He's at, like, a temple. He's in Maui, he's... not China, apparently. Yeah, but it's like a, I think it's like a Buddhist temple. I can't really tell exactly. Yeah. But um, it's he's meeting um, Zhao. I think it's Zhao. Yeah, Zhao. Right? I'm not sure. Yeah, he's she's meeting Zhao, and she's like, I want... First of all, he thinks it's like a... He comes across like he's thinking it's a... Um, casual call like you seem like he's there just to be like hey to what's get up some. I think they were hooking up right they were hooking oh, she, up probably Vincent was getting some he kisses her right yeah I think they have a thing I think he's like intimate and then she's like actually this is just business I want my 20 million back and he's like what and then she's like or Jason's dead he's like what <laughs> <laughs> like and my notes are just like Jason's dead like wow this just escalated quickly cause like this is and then also like it cuts to the cheery credits where it's like which is just not what this show seems to be about, but okay. Like, it's like watching, like, an episode of Gilmore Girls and then <laughs> someone threatens to kill Luke. Like, wait, what? Like, that's not the tone I thought the show was going for. Someone but threatens she, she means business. She's very serious. Like, the reason why I said that, it's not like, I'm gonna kill him. It's like, literally, like, if you don't give me that money back, Jason Matthews dead. is dead. Like, I'll put a hit out on him. She's very clear. So, anyway, so. Oh, yeah, the and then they show, like, her, her bodyguard guy who's gonna, like, kill him. Oh, yeah, dun dun dun. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so in the meantime, after the credits, um, we have Shannon Doherty, Alex, gave uh, Gabe a Porsche just to be like, please be a good surfer and don't get distracted again. Or some kind of. Is it a Porsche? I think it's a Porsche. I, I thought it was a uh, Ferrari, but it could be one of them. It was blurry. Oh, it, could, it could be a Ferrari, yeah. It's just like a big red sports car. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, it's, if you do the pipe masters, otherwise I'm taking it back. And then he's like, oh, I'm doing it. Of course I'm doing it. But he's, she's but like, it's Lisa or the car. Like, she's so worried about, like, budgets and budgets and money and money and getting everything into their red co- the, out of the red. But she's giving people, like, Ferraris on, like, a whim. Like, it doesn't make sense. Her character is so strange. <laughs> oh, God. But so she, um, it's like, okay, this is a weird analogy it reminds me of something like hamilton from angel or something where it's like wait what's his motivation just destroy everything (laughs) at his own decision like very like completely uninterested in the rest of the show she only cares about her own motivations and she will literally destroy the rest of the show if it matters to keep her stuff in order and i mean she's successful by the end of it but it's just strange it's very atonal to the rest of the show in every shot um, but yeah, so she gives him a, a Ferrari and she's like, please do well. And he's like, of course I will. Um, but they, of course, are still not telling each other. They both know that, one, she was trying to pay off his ex-girlfriend and he knows that she's staying and he's still with her anyway. I don't think he knows about her trying to pay her off though, right? Well, no, he knows that she said she'd pay for my room or whatever if I go now. She tells did, him- he t- did she tell her that in the first scene? That's like later on. No, she tells him that immediately. The first scene? Okay, good. So yeah, that's the first scene then. But he- he seems like not that worried about it. He takes it happily, so uh, it's well, no. Well, his because we know what his idea is. He's like, I'll take it, and then I'll just sneak around with you. He's so stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. It's so stupid. That's why I'm like that. Killy is not a good option. But there's no, no way Alex isn't gonna like find out. Of course, like oh my god, immediately she finds out within like a day. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like they all live within a five yard radius of this big giant resort. Like how's she gonna miss you guys? But whatever. <laughs> Like, what was he planning on doing? Marrying her and then Alex never finds out? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not a long-term strategy game. Oh, I think, that's, yes. I think that was his plan. I think that was his long-term Ugh. plan. 
Yeah, it's just secretly get married and then keep it behind the scenes. Anyway, so <laughs> Vince Vince calls Nicole and his mission is like get Jason safe. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't explain to her the exact plot of what's going on, but he's like something serious is going on. You need to get him out of here. And she's like, okay. And suddenly they're like best friends. She's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I live to serve you now in this way personally. Yeah. She actually seems more loyal than Jason in some parts. Okay, of Okay, Jason seems no pissed. <laughs> Which he did have that scene where he's, like, furious that he thought he would wear a wire. But, like, again, dude, it kind of would have made more sense for you to just wear a wire. It would have all been handled. (laughs) But, yeah. uh, So, yeah, that's that. And then, in the meantime, uh, Shannon Doherty meets Garrett, who is a board member who's there to decide whether or not he's going to give the go-ahead for her to be a regular fixture of the uh, Grandma Maya. Can I just say, too, this starts out with her greeting him, and, like, the first words out of her mouth are... A board member conjures up a whole different image. I was like, "You racist!" What are you talking about? <laughs> I think she was, was talking crazy. about how, how hot he is, not the. I guess because it's Ian like, Anthony it's Dale who is very hot. And uh, yes, that's fair. But also, like, dude, this is not a good first impression. It's very shitty. It's like he's a hot young dude. Okay, maybe that's what you could say. You're like, you could be awful young for mm-hmm. a board member, but and also he's not that young. With our our ideas about like recasting and stuff for the show, I was thinking, wow, you know. Dale should have played Jason. No offense, Chris Balaha, but that would have been a great. Oh, what a good decision! He is so hot, though. But that's you know, it's a good person when you're like, I've never seen this guy in anything else, but I'm gonna Google him anyway and see what else he's <laughs> in. It. And he is great. Um, but yeah, so she's like, okay, but she immediately is like, how do I get you to um, give me your your five stars, basically? Because she wants mm-hmm. him to be on her side yeah. so she can stay in charge. Because again, there was a hostile takeover, and I think he's there. To give the board members blessing that she has now taken over the hotel, mm-hmm. um, and she's basically gonna try and wine and dine him the entire week. And fuck him, she um, tries. I mean, listen, everyone who saw him is gonna. Gabriel try. ruins <laughs> that, and I, I felt bad for her I in feel that like moment. Tessa was Tessa was almost quick to let's be real. She wouldn't do that to Frankie, but like <laughs> the vibe was like, wait, what? <laughs> is this gonna go a very different way than I thought? Uh, yeah, so then, uh, she greets him, tries to get him on her side, and then, uh, we'll find out more about that later on. Also, we mentioned briefly that MJ is now suddenly a musician, because, like, even though last time we left her, she was a clothing so designer. I'm like, sorry about your clothing line, MJ. I guess. As, I, as I noted in, in those, that first episode, Nikki Deloach was part of the, the Mickey Mouse Club with, uh, all, all your faves. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about why her clothing line didn't take off. Like Because the show probably got bored doing a clothing line. But so then it would have been really easy for her to self-fund her music career if she was having money from that. But of course, no. She's back to being a broke waitress. And what's confusing here is, like, she gets pulled on stage to do a duet with this random rock star who's, like, Australian or whatever. And there's another... Again, this is another show where we just are back to back with the last episode. I was getting major lesbian. Yes, from both of them. <laughs> but now I wonder if I'm just reading into this, things. I don't know, but it was crazy. It could have been honestly. I think it was mostly just bad acting from this chick, the, the Australian. She, yeah, he was like, not great. it made no sense why she was so like into into um, her. But yes, like, but if God, if the show had continued and you just see Emily on tour I and this thought, chick is like hitting I on her the whole time. I waiting for it to happen. I kept waiting for it to happen and she broke up with Chris. So I'm like, oh, this is like a nice easy backdoor into them touring together. That's the move. Like, That's the move. And honestly, I'm, I haven't ruled it out because they're going to go God, on let, tour and they're let probably Let MJ be a lesbian because Chris is so boring. 
Yeah, and also, or just she's behind them again, bisexual exists. Well, no, but no, like, we don't want her to give her a chance of going back to Chris, so make her a lesbian. Chris? Okay, but what's really interesting here, too, is, like, there are these scenes with the two of them, like, I don't have much to say about this whole plot, it's pretty boring, but there are scenes, it's just the two of them smiling at each other with the same look, and they're in, like, like and she has dark such a high-pitched voice. In very dark the Australian, rooms. Yeah, the Australian has such a high-pitched voice, too, where she's just like, Oh, <laughs> it's just like ooh, but it's just like it's hard not to read. Like she's flirting, like because her voice is so high pitched and like breathy all the time. And then they're just ooh. staring and laughing at each other, and they have no conversation, and yet she's obsessed with her. <laughs> it's like wait, this is not it's like this is not a secret lesbian relationship. Like the last episode we watched, like, I just oh my but god, it's so been. many questions. Let MJ be gay. <laughs> Honestly. And so, okay, so that's that. There's no real, she just says, record a demo for me, and I'll bring you on tour, basically, which is, like, a crazy offer. A crazy well, offer to, like, I'll send it to my manager or whatever, but also, the whole issue becomes, well, how am I going to pay for the studio time? She's telling you to make a demo, she could probably have bought you studio time. Well, uh, yeah, and also just generally, you don't, I mean, I guess this is 2004 or whatever, you could probably figure out a way to record without a studio. Like, just record a demo. Like, you don't need a studio to record it, necessarily. Like, let's be realistic. She seems ready to, like, she's, like, ready to go. Just, like, give her a tape with you singing okay, and she's gonna bring you on tour. She just needs to prove it to her management, it sounds like. Yeah, so, it, whatever. really, just put it on the phone with your manager and let her sing. I just, I do love my notes where this note for this entire scene is just lesbians, question mark, question mark, question mark. I keep looking at it because I'm just like it's so clear. I don't understand. If this show had like, actually it left a cultural mark, there would have been at least one fan fiction about this. And also, just truly, like I was so ready for it to happen because it did just happen. So I'm like, <laughs> it's not out of the realm of possibility. So please, but anyway, all right. Well, back to the other uh, good-looking, uh, <laughs> bizarre relationship on this show. Uh, Momoa is back serving alcoholic drinks. Well, no, he's serving mocktails. He's none, uh, sorry, at, at the bar because he's being a little dick. It's great. Yeah, so he's back. He doesn't want to serve liquor because he got his liquor license suspended. But of course, Doherty's mad because she's like, uh, "The club's license was lost, not yours. Here, so you can keep serving." And it's like it's so shitty because he's ba- she's basically saying like, "You know that club I lost you." Just because you can't serve drinks there doesn't mean you can't serve them here. Where you work Get for back me. To bottles. Yeah, like you work <coughs> for me. Don't forget about it. Because the thing with the club is partly she wanted to have that kind of revenue. Because I think he was probably like siphoning off revenue from their main bar and their main like restaurants or mm-hmm. whatever. But like I think also she's just about control. And like that was too much his baby. Because mm-hmm. he does describe like he brought it up from nothing. And she did not like the fact that he was able to like do his own thing. So now he's back to like. It's like saying, like, you know that that you try to spread your wings? I clipped them. Like, you're you're still on my payroll, and if you want to get back to doing that, you're going to have to work your way up to doing it, but you're still working here. Because she's the worst. drinks at the bar. It's just, it's, a, it's monstrous. And he's not backing down, though. She thinks he's going to, like, fold, because I think she's probably used to doing this to other people, and they're just like, okay, fine, Jesus. And they might leave eventually, but, like, she still has control of them while they're there. He's like, nah, I'm gonna stay, but I'm not backing down. I'm gonna keep trying to open this club. You can deal with it. And she's like, well, alright. But you see a lot of that, like, sneering, plot, plotty face. <laughs> just, like, very, like, I'll figure out a way to get to you. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm gonna do it. And he's just like, nah, because he's just great. Um, and then, so we should just, it's hard to, like, keep going back and forth to this Nicole and Jason plot, but it's truly, like, there's nothing <coughs> there. But... 
I will say this part is the worst, like the worst, like mentioning plot because Nicole and Jason leave after he she gets the message about getting him to a safe place, and then what you think is a cop car or some kind of a tail follows them. It's not clear if it's like the hitman or the cops or whatever. Yeah. He is in trouble, obviously. Like we said, he's going to go to jail otherwise. It was just like kind of odd that he's just like he's out either going to prison free. or going to death. That's those are the yeah, two options. and it's it's weird that he's able to like. He was released on his own recognizance. I mean, not that weird. He's white, but like, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird to me. Like, he's released on his own recognizance to begin with, because it sounds to me like the way they're talking about it is like, I can't believe he's not already been brought in for these like criminal charges that Vincent <laughs> passed over to him or something? Question mark. It's not really clear. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yeah, he's just like followed. Off. But what's great about this? I think we can kind of jump a little bit ahead for this plot. Is that she's um, well, they talk about Tommy, her ex, and she's like, well. I'm actually still interested in you, and then she realizes they're being trailed. But what's really interesting is that, like, just to get him this little plot kind of rolled up without having to go back and forth 300 times, it's basically just, like, she tricks him. Which is hilarious, because, like, I was tricked, too. I thought they were trying to, like, go visit Vincent at this monastery or, like, the temple. But you find out, like, oh, no. Like, she straight up just took him to, like, a safe house, like he told her to do. She tells Jason that she's going to bring him to Vincent. And honestly, partly because we didn't watch the whole season, you think, like, she's clearly more loyal to Jason than Vincent. So she's just going to go with what Jason wants to do, which is go to the the temple. But no, it turns out she's actually more loyal to Vincent than (laughs) Jason. And she's taking his word for it and brings him to, like, the middle of the island or something in this, like, random house or whatever. And, um, they're off in the middle of nowhere. So, again, we mentioned their plot is boring. That's literally it. They hook up, and then there's, like, a plot at the end we'll get to, of course. They hook up, and they get engaged, because I guess a few weeks ago he proposed to her after her failed wedding to Morgan. Sorry, Josh Hopkins. Which is crazy. (laughs) Not not a good time to propose to someone, guys. Even if you're, like, long-term relationship, not right after she ends away. Well, no, I think she run away brighted it. So I think yeah, it was but still perfect. not a good time to propose to her. Just hook up with her and then deal with that later on. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you don't want your you don't want the day you got engaged to be marred with like. And that was also the day she ran away from her wedding. Like, she ran away Jesus. from her wedding from this guy who ended up being my friend, who was actually very delightful. But you know, he was engaged to the woman I love, so I had to steal her. Whoops. Yeah, it's bizarre. It makes no sense. But whatever. That's their plot. They're off on their own, just like living up in this safe house and this like cuddling and having sex. That's basically it. That's really it. Um, That's all of it. Truly. It's one of some of the most boring scenes too, because it's just them like at a fireplace, just like, well, what do you think about us? Someone. And you could like fast forward a few like scenes and it's like they're still just talking and it's like, my God, this is crazy. I'm just like, I want one of you to handle a hotel guest. Do your jobs. I'm so bored. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what you want in these characters at all. Um, I want them to be competent employees. That's what I want. What a great way to end this season slash series is have your main characters do stuff that's not even their job. (laughs) Oh, God. And then so, because this would have been a great time for for Jason to be there trying to throw, like, spikes in Shannon Doherty's heels. God, throw spikes at Shannon Doherty, please. Yeah. And then, um, alright, so back to the actual Uh, problems down in, um... Chris is here. uh, Wamaya. Chris is there to try and save the day. Apparently, with his two- and MJ broke up at this some point because she has yeah. this, brains. This is 2005, and he has the most 2003 hair I've ever seen. And yes. From what- and so she's worried about the recording. Yeah. Remember, she wants to do the demo, and he's like, I've got a friend in Waikiki. He can do it for you. It's like, all right. Okay, but also, we should know, because uh, I looked this up, Chris apparently at one point, because they have to defend why he's on this show, like, when he was broken up with MJ, he had, like, was hooking up with Alex for a bit, which I'm disgusted. <laughs> What? Right? Chris sucks. Oh, 
Okay, so let's just recap for people who might not have caught all or remember all of the other episode we did for this. Chris is literally the friend of a guy that tries to assault slash hit on Nicole and, like, literally starts dating MJ as a result of her intervening. And then once they break up, he's still on the show, question mark, question mark. But, like, also he dated Alex. I mean, that makes sense because they're both trash. But, like, it's just, like, why was he even still on the show? Why, oh why is Chris part of the cast? I don't I don't care for him because he sucks. He sucks. He really does. He really does. And then uh, there is a scene later on where I don't mind him, but only because he basically admits he sucks. But anyway, so... <laughs> Um, Nicole, uh, Nicole and Jason are still off on their own, but meanwhile, Tessa's back trying to figure out how to get the club back. Um, Tessa wants to trade Doherty her shares to get Frankie his control back in the club. So, like, she says, if I give you my shares, can you give him his back? And she agrees to it, which, again, these are the types of wheels and deals that she's making. It makes no sense, because her whole motivation, you thought, was, like, to get him out of control and to take, like, to consolidate the, the funds and power of the Grand Waimea, but, like, now she's totally fine with giving him back the club? She's, like, does a bunch of illegal stuff, and she's not even, like, just good at her plans. This is what's confusing. It, it reminds me of the scene in Community in that episode, the conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and interior design or whatever, where it's just, like, you keep making all these deals behind you. The whole plot is just you making deals behind each other's backs. I don't understand. Like, at some point, you've made a deal with someone behind someone else's back, and then you make a deal with someone else behind that person's back, and mm. then it's just... At some point, it doesn't seem like your actual plan is to actually do anything so much as just to backstab as many people as you yeah. can in the process. I guess... Or say yes to as many things as you can. It, I don't It's understand. very much seems like North Shore realized the problem with, like... In theory, Tessa would be, like, the bad girl of North Shore, but then they realized Tessa's actually a very likable character. So right. let's... We're just gonna monster instead to, like, be your antagonist. But, like, it's not even, like, the enemy of the enemy is my friend. It's just, like, she truly seems, like... Well, you're offering me a deal now? Yeah, I'll take it. And then you're offering me a deal now. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, and then you're offering me a deal now. I'll take that one, too. Like, it doesn't make any sense because her motivation can't be the same as each time she's... Like, they're not, like... You're not... Like, the ground isn't falling out and you're not finding out, like, she's been manipulating it this whole time. It's just, like, nah. Like, one minute she wanted it for this reason and now she's okay with losing it for another. Like, it, completely arbitrary. It's bizarre. But she gives... She agrees with Tessa. She's gonna transfer over her stock to Tessa. And or Tessa will transfer it over to Doherty, and then, but then Frank will be back in charge of the yeah. uh, club. And Tessa, which is good for him, begs her not to tell Frankie about what actually happened uh, that night at the club. Which again, it was Alex's fault. And, and also, like, girl, like, don't lose all your money because, like, this is where they're supposed to be making money from. The club's not gonna go under necessarily, so like, don't just throw all your money away. Like, talk to Frankie before you do this. Just Jesus, it's a huge life decision that's gonna affect both of you, and you're doing it behind his back. But yeah, I mean, he's gonna realize that you don't own half the club when like your paychecks stop coming in or something, right? Like, I don't understand. They're kind of living together at this point. I don't totally understand where his mentality's at, where he's letting her get away with that. But whatever. So anyway, so he's he's still not unbeknownst to all of it, and she agrees to keep it under the under the rug. Um, then we get this stupid, boring surf montage of Gabe and Palicki. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say boring, but, like, it's definitely weaker than the one we watched before. And it's, like, disappointing, it's basically, boring. when you're just, like, these two beautiful people and it's so boring. Yeah, like, surf montages should be easy. It's just, like, a lot of, like, slow shots of them on the water. But this is just a lot of, like, quick cuts of, like, them hopping up on a wave and then them hopping down off a wave. <laughs> and it's not very intriguing to watch, really. 
just let her like watch him off the beach or something. They don't even have to be on the, like in the surf together or whatever. But I don't know. But um, yeah. So they're they're surfing, and then they have a little bit of a conflict at the end because he, he sh- talks about the fact that like yeah, he shows her his new car, and he's like, oh right, you're he doesn't right. even yeah, get it. It was a bribe because he's very dumb, and he literally says very- that Alex has my best interests in mind, which. Wow, Gabriel, you're so dumb. I love you, but you're so dumb. No one believes that, sir. Like, even Alex would admit to that. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so she's they're back to fighting again. Um, also, we have more of Vincent, which he's still negotiating with Zhao um, to try and get his stake back in the Grandma Maya. He offers to give his stake to her. So he's like, listen, I don't care if anyone owns it. To get Jason safe, you can just take my stake and then through you, I'll operate to what you want to do with the with the resort. Like he's offering to work. Oh yeah, free, I guess, and so. she would definitely do a lot of crime with the resort. <laughs> oh so my much God, crime for sure. And so he's like, just take me to the Bank of Aloha right now, or whatever. <laughs> I forget what he said. Some <laughs> Bank random, of Aloha. Like, <laughs> it's this real generic shit where he's like, let's go to Oahu right now, and, and he's just like, okay, and she like bites, which is. This- for a criminal mastermind, you were getting very easily manipulated by, like, Harry Morgan. So, I don't know what to take from this besides, like, she's not really... She's just eager for the money. Mm-hmm. But she decides, okay, fine. We'll go and make your deal and we'll sign it over to me. Um, so that you can go ahead and, I guess, just get your debt repaid. Because she's furious with the $20 million she gave to yeah. get back. Anyway, so then we get MJ's Yes, song. my favorite scene. <laughs> my actual favorite scene. Yeah, so this is maybe one of I the wish most this 2005 like, song ever. Yes, and so a couple things about this. One, this is something I always think about with like books and songs and movies. When you have like an autobiographical song or movie or TV show, I oh and or book, I always wonder like how is it if you're taking so much from your life that people don't immediately stop talking to you? Like obviously, <laughs> Haunting of Hill House kind of went into this too, where it's like you take your own reality you're gonna fuck with your family or your friends as a result because, like, you're talking about the shit that they put you through. But it's really great to watch someone in real time listen to the <laughs> lyrics of a song and realize it's about them. It's, like, literally, like, I, I bet you think this song is about you. And it's like, <gasps> he's like, I don't die, I don't die. Like, he literally looks, like, devastated, and it's hilarious. <laughs> because her song, I don't have the actual lyrics. I will link to the, um... Uh, part of the video where this happens, I hope, if I can find it, but, um... Please play the audio, like, underneath all of this right now. Uh, that will, that'll be the first, so if you heard the intro to this, this episode, that is the song, and I will have it at the play out for sure, but it's, <laughs> the full song. Maybe. This singer-songwriter like, MJ is so brutal. It's, it's basically just, like, she you're... Him. Yeah, like, truly. It's basically just, like, you're stifling me, we can't work out, you're not good for I me. I knew you were trouble. Um, yeah, it's just, like, a lot of trash. It's just great. And honestly, he looks like, and then he just, like, pieces out, which I kind of love. I actually really respect that he's not, like, stop this right now. Like, he actually just leaves. He's like, Ugh. which is kind of a little weak. Like, he could have sat through it and been like, damn, you really didn't like me. But he left, maybe because he was just, you know, vulnerable and hurt. I just want to chant, you deserve it, at him. Yeah, but it's also like a thorough song. Like she has a full song, and it's all she's clearly written a lot it's, about him. And I bet the next song will be just as bad. So. It's like a good song as, as long as far as like you know fake TV songs go. Actually, oh yeah, it's it's a real shitty like boring song, but it's like it's like it's kind of reminds me of the episodes of Leverage where it's like okay, yeah, you can sing okay, it's not great, but I'll listen to Christian Kane oh, for five minutes. I was like, <laughs> wow, are you insulting Christian Kane? 
No, no, no. He, but his songs he does on the show are usually the, the real simple songs yeah. that, like, match up with the plot of the week. So, like, also, like, realistic. Like, you don't want someone to be, like, a movie star level, like, singer-songwriter, and that makes no sense that they're, like, you know, in the middle of Grandma Maya. Like, if she was really good, like, she would have been snapped Remember, up, like, a Remember, she ago. just She's decided to do good. music last week. Right, so like it, it makes sense that this isn't a great song. It's Although, just, like interim. That means she's been writing these songs this whole time, and she's just been like, "But I gotta work on my clothing line." <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So anyway, so he just leaves, and then <laughs> so good. Um, also, like I love. Okay, I'm kind of furious. There's two things I like slash hate about this. We find out that like when he says he has a friend who could do it for free, it turns out he paid for three hours of recording, which is sweet, which is like a nice thing for him to do, but also like. I, we can just jump right to it. Like, later on, they talk, they meet up again, and he's like, oh, Johnny wasn't supposed to tell you that I paid for it. I was like, okay, sure, bud. He volunteered that information immediately. Yeah. It did not strike me as a he's like, oh, you, was told not to He didn't to tell you that. that he paid? Yeah, Johnny didn't know. He, right, which I find really shady. Like, you lied. There's no way he told oh, him not to tell her, because Johnny seems like a real reputable guy. This is, like, the most honest. nothing character that I hate so much. I hate him. I almost... I almost not like the show does not like imply this. I'm just really reading into it because I dislike him. But I almost feel like he told him, "Make sure you tell her that I paid for this right like, before he peaced but, out." Wait till I leave, like or something. You know what I mean? Like he purposely tried to make it like let her know that I like funded the bill, but like do it subtly. You know, like very subtle like that. Because when he acts like, "Oh, Johnny wasn't supposed to tell you," she says to him like when she leaves and Johnny tells him that she paid that he paid for it. She's like, "Oh, he left." And he's like, I, 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 thank you again for letting me do this for free or whatever. She says, like, you know. And he's like, oh, no, he didn't tell you. He paid for three hours. It's like, not, like, a little bit, like, okay, actually, girl, he paid for this. Nothing like that. It's literally just like, oh, he didn't tell you? <laughs> it's just not someone who's been instructed to not tell her. Is yeah. What I mean. It's just so shady. I think he says that to her as a lie. Chris, but again, Chris and Alex deserve each other. <laughs> Yeah, and so, but it was nice that he paid for three hours. I'll give him that. Yeah, well, that was friendly. Where did he get that money from, her. though? If they're saying that re- recording time uh, is a thousand dollars per hour, extreme sports business. He did the till at the X Games or whatever. I don't know. But so he he admits the fact that like yeah I did it, but I'm okay with the fact that you like um no I'm I'm okay with you writing songs about me. I'm I'm famous now or whatever. Um, and they make up and kiss later on, which is, mm-hmm. I quote-unquote, nice, but whatever. Well, I mean, the nicer um, part is before that, when we ha- we're back at the club, and it's just MJ and Tessa's friendship, which I'm glad lasted past, like, the, yeah. it's they're cute. And then, well, we also missed the part, well, so, so there's a couple quick things to go over. I, we kind of skipped over when Jason and Nicole were, were trying to lose that tail. He drove through a swamp. <laughs> that was weird. I was just like, four-wheel drive, baby. I, yeah, I kind of zoned out, but then it, when it was happening, I'm like, wait. <laughs> Am I seeing what is actually happening? Well, I thought we were about to watch a car accident and, like, a confrontation. And it's like, he keeps driving. But, like, he, like... Okay, so when they're trying to lose the tail to go to the safe house, there's, like... It's, like, you know, it's it's uh, rural Hawaii. So there's a lot of, like, rough roads, not a... Hunt, like, no sidewalk, not a lot of, like... It's a lot of rough, roughage on the sides. And at one point when he's trying to lose them, he literally just takes a full left turn into water. And you're like, whoa, he just drove off the road by accident because the thing was tailing him too close. But then he just, the other car comes behind him well, and it, go- mm-hmm. it gets stuck in the mud in the water and his car just keeps on driving. Well, it's probably for the <laughs> best like, it looks- uh, that he chose to drive and they didn't take Nicole's car. Yeah. Because Nicole has like but a also- normal, like, uh, well not normal, but like a rich person sports car. And he's like, no, yeah. I have a truck. Where- he has like this big four wheel drive, yeah. like Jeep 
slash Land Rover looking thing. But, like, it's really weird, too, because it looks like someone who, like, like a cartoon that's, like, running out over water and they just keep running because they're running so fast. Like, he just, it doesn't seem like his car should be able to do, it looks like it's deep water, but he just keeps driving and we're just like, because it's, like, partly the woods. It's a very weird scene, but, like, they lose their tail and that's how they lose it. But I wanted to mention that because I forgot how insane it is that he just randomly drives right into water. <laughs> um, and then, uh, also, we also see that this is where Doherty kind of, like, propositions Garrett, the board member, where she's like, well, what's well, it going to take to get me Yeah, and she's like, let's go back to my office, and, and he knows he knows what's going on. But then, yeah, he's down with it, as they're heading to the elevator, Gabriel oh cock blocks so hard. It makes no sense. Like, so... Earlier, I guess because they had the confrontation, he could have just given the car back and then just said that's it, but he also quits, and he gives the Ferrari back, he says, I'm quitting, and then she's like, this is humiliating, stop saying this in front of this board Yeah. Honestly, dude, like, the minute you find out it's a board member and you know all your friends work here, you should probably be a little chiller, but he just doesn't care. No, <laughs> you shouldn't be chill, you should tell him what a psycho she is. Oh, that's fair. I, did, I didn't understand at the time when this, this part of the episode, I didn't know what he was there, like... We know now, at the end of the episode, that she took over and is in control of the the hotel, and they don't want that. I thought he was going to try and, like, shut the hotel down or something, or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, you're, ta- you're taking a lot of heavy swings here, but yeah. I think what Tessa does later on makes more sense. It is great, although she could actually... unfortunately it doesn't work, but yeah. So, Alex yeah. says, you have well, a contract, and Gabriel says, so sue me. It's not like you play by the rules. But, like... Homie, he's gonna sue you. Like, like, or she's gonna sue you. Like, she would be playing like, by the rules if she sued you. Like, this is all well and good when you're like giving back your expensive Ferrari that you could have kept and funded the lawsuit with. But like, on top of it, she's now gonna sue you, and it's like, I don't think you're gonna get. This is, she's Gabriel gonna bankrupt you. It's really dumb. It's not. It's not a good look. But so he he goes in, quits, leaves, and then she she's turned back to try and like get that that uh board member. Hook up going on. He just, like shuts the elevator shuts door. The elevator. It's like, nope. so cold. But it's like, dude, it's like nine o'clock. What are you gonna do? Just go up to your hotel room? <laughs> like you could have just been like, yeah. yeah, not tonight. You could go to the pool. Or, like you weird. could probably like pick someone up. Go back to, go the, back club. to the club. Yeah. I mean, you look like that. You could find somebody. It's weird, but it's for dramatic effect. I think partly. Um, yeah. And so, meanwhile, we mentioned Tessa and M to talk about their how their days went. They're really supportive of each other. It's like very emotional, like nice scene where they actually discuss the entanglements they've had because mm-hmm. MJ kind of implies like I fucked up with Chris, and she's like, oh, I don't think so. And that's when that's when the scene with her and Chris mm-hmm. talking happens. And then, and then Tessa is Tessa so stressed is really out about telling about, Frankie. Like, Frankie, and she kind of tells her like she got me, to, Alex got me to do something I didn't want to do. She's like, it's fine. Just be honest with him. You guys are perfect. You'll work it out. And she's tr- she's right. It's good advice. It's nice. Um, it doesn't then, so, pass yeah. the Bechdel test, but it's just a sweet friendship scene anyway. Right. And I feel like that implies, hopefully, that in the past they've had conversations that don't involve guys. Yeah, I don't know. of course. But maybe the other episodes, they were not so specific to, like, let's talk about our relationships. But it's nice to see two women supporting each other in any way. Um, and yeah, so then, meanwhile, we, as this is all happening, Tessa rats out Alex to the board member because she doesn't oh, yeah. care as much. The next day she's like uh, when Frankie's <laughs> off getting Tabasco for his, the Buddy Mary like Tessa literally just slips in like let me tell you about Alex. Like, well she it's even it's even weirder too like she's just like waiting. Actually it's, it's, it's so bitter at first I was like so sad for her because literally like she's leaning over to Frankie and she's yeah, like listen she, I have to tell you something yeah, she's I'm about, about to, to tell, tell you him, all yeah. this shit. And uh 
Gabe, is it not Gabe? Garrett, uh, Garrett. Garrett. Garrett, the board member, is like, hey, I know you. And so he actually instigates the conversation. And I thought at first she's going to try and, like, calm him down by, like, flirting with him. But it turns That's out, the like, old no, Tessa. I'm going to tell you... I'm gonna tell you everything about Alex. She sucks, even though I shouldn't. And then Alex sees this happen, <laughs> and she's livid. The thousand and yard stare Frankie, he mentioned earlier. Yeah, Frankie you mentioned sees the the young girl that got led into the club, and she tells him that that's who let her in. And it's Tessa, and he's like, "What?" And he's confused because he's like, "Tessa wouldn't do that. Why would she do that?" And he, she's like, "Oh, she let me in." And then he sees her talking to the board member, and he's like, really confused for a minute. And there's not really a conflict there. That's kind of it. Luckily, like, yeah, I was wondering, I was worried. I was like, oh no, is uh, Alex going to find him first and then say, oh, also, yeah, it was definitely Tessa who did this. Or they, he's, basically he says like maybe an hour passed and then he, he, he learned what happened. Yeah, and I think, I think Momoa, his character is like a very professional person, partly. He didn't want to like cause a scene. Yeah. So he might have just like kept it to himself until later on. But before that happens, he finds out the actual truth because as after that, something, you know, she she leaves. I guess she has other stuff to do. And then the board member comes up to him and he's like, um, well, first of all, Garrett, the board member, comes up to um, Doherty and he, he's like, you know, you're a real fucking monster. Yeah, he, he's like, you're a brand of <laughs> Your employees told me you suck. <laughs> yeah, your employees hate you. You're awful. But whoops, I'm a monster. Yeah. Too. Capitalism wins. We're You're corporate still on the- scum. We support this. It's like, god damn yeah. it. Which I kind of saw coming at first. I was like, okay, this is probably going to be like, you know, him giving her the signal. Like, go ahead. But poor Tessa, um, honestly. She like spilled all the tea like, and it didn't matter. And it'll probably come back to bite her, I would imagine, because now, because also at the same time, Alex knows that she did that. She mm-hmm. saw them talking. And then she knows that the board member knows all of her shady shit. So she's probably not long for this world, even though this episode ends with her still having a job. Um, and then, uh, we also have a DA bust on Zhao, um, with Vincent in charge. So, like, when they go to the bank to sign the papers, she starts to try and do some, like, last-minute leveraging, and then he's like, actually, the person who signed the papers for you're talking about drugs in front of is my bank, is not my bank manager, he's a DEA agent! And then there's, like, a huge bust, and they all come flying in, and she's yeah, like, I think this is he- up your alley. He brings up the fact, like, hey, you never said when I had to return the money, blah, 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 blah. And, yeah. and that's what gets her to say, but, but I wanted you to do this, all this illegal stuff, blah, blah, blah. And that's yeah. like, ha, ha, gotcha. And he's like, it's just business. <laughs> Wink. And it's just like, oh my god. Um, and she gets break- brought in on charges. Uh, we also have the board member coming up. As I mentioned before, like, it's resolved before they actually have the fight. Garrett comes up to, well, no, I guess yeah. he's like, yeah, you're right. He, does he come up to him, or he just comes up for a drink? I don't know that he comes up specifically to tell him this, but, because as shitty as he is about, like, yeah, you're cool to, like, be an awful monster in yeah. charge of this hotel, I think he, runs, he maybe just feels motivated to tell how Momoa how nice yeah. his girlfriend is. He runs is into Frankie, him. I think, on his way out, like, when, as he's leaving the, the hotel. Yeah, and he's like, by the way, your girlfriend's the one that whole, saved the whole thing anyway, because she gave up her stuff for you. And... And he's like, what? And so it's it's nice to see partly that it got resolved before any kind of drama. Yeah. But you see, like, Momoa. He, that's, like, good scenes from him, I think. He's really, like, good at portraying, like, the revelation reaction because that can be. He could have played it a very different way. You oh, could yeah. Tell it could have been empathy. really troubling. Like, even before, like, the empathy with him when he finds out it's her, he's not mad. It's more like, I'm confused, but she loves me and I love her. He's not, like, pissed. He's just yeah. like, what? So it's actually really nice to see his character again do that in the second time, too. Um, also, this is where this is the scene where I, I hated Pilecki, but maybe it was like a retroactive hating of that character. Because her and Gabe are back talking, 
And it's like, well, I quit my stuff. He's like, I'm just you. It's just me and you. We're going to surf together. I'm like, well, well what bit? What could go wrong now? I'm like, clearly they're setting up something. Because he's basically like, I've gotten all of my entanglements gone. I'm a free agent. Basically, I have no money and income. <laughs> what could be wrong with this? I gave it all up for you. And she turns to him and she's like, who's Erica? <laughs> it's so stupid. And so apparently his ex, which I don't, we never saw, but apparently she was on the Again, show, I, or at least in the background. I don't remember mark. this. I looked into the characters. It could just be, I'd be not having all the information, but I tried to find an Erica in the characters. I found no Erica. What? No. It has to have... What? <laughs> I'm so not, I thought for sure you were going to be like, oh yeah, she was on episode four, and then they hook up for a minute, and then she has to leave. No. Oh. There's, so there's no mention I'll of look her? it up on Google or something. Let me, I'm gonna do a quick scroll through again just to see. Yeah, you scroll through it again. Yeah, I did control F Erica. I was like, maybe one actor like named Eric. Well, sometimes the episodes have more people listed. Well, than no, I did like the full one. cast and characters. Oh, I found her! I found her! It's Maria Marika Domiznik. The what? <laughs> okay. Clayton threatens to expose a secret about him and MJ. What episode? It's an episode. Oh, this is bullshit. No, nothing. No, Erica's a lesbian. What? He's Wait. so he's like the sperm donor. Jesus Christ! Are you kidding oh me? Oh my God! Are you was, kidding? Why didn't he say something? Well, he starts to. Okay, so in this scene, okay, we should be specific. So they're on the beach. He's like, I've, I've given away all my material possessions, and we can be together. <laughs> He's such an idiot. It's so adorable. He's like, I've given away everything I own, and now we can just be together. I hope it's worth it. And she's like, who's Erica? And he's like, what? And he's like, why is Erica calling and leaving you postcards about how she's pregnant? And he's like, oh, it's not like that. And he starts to say something like that, and you're not really sure what to say. And all you need to say is, I'm sperm, but I'm so confused, because... Honestly, like, you can be real honest. Like, yes, I agree to be oh, a sperm donor. Also, like, I'm sorry. Can I nice. read the plot for that that episode? Because I yes, feel like please. okay. First of all, I'm pretty sure whoever wrote it is like either British or Australian, and <laughs> you'll know this by like the, just the terminology as I'm reading this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, the opening of Frankie's Night Lounge is a raging success. Yet MJ hosting her mate Chris, homeless by her doing, makes Frankie grumpy. After clubbing, Gabe wakes up in angel heaven, sandwiched between the pair of foxy surfer girls, Charlie, and her lesbian partner, Erica. I don't think we are wrong in thinking all this lesbian stuff's going on. <laughs> but now, honestly, <laughs> I think MJ is going to hook up with that Australian. <laughs> Everyone, it's all involved. Okay, let MJ sorry. be gay. <laughs> but, yes, but now his straight guy dream became reality really just once Charlie. Is, is okay. he, fall in love with the, he falls in love with Erica's girlfriend? What? Are they bi or are they just less? I'm so confused. This show does not believe in bisexuality. It's bizarre. But, like, regardless... Okay, he's a sperm donor. Like, she got... Did he give it, like, literally? Because there's a doctor in the episode. I'm betting he gave it through a doctor. Probably, yeah. Like he probably just replaced Dr. Clayton I, I, I bet the whole episode's really annoying. I bet Gabe's trying to, like, turn a lesbian straight, oh, and then that doesn't happen, but he does offer to give his sperm for their their baby. That's what it seems yeah, to happen. Yeah, partly... I should, I'm partly wrong. Clayton is not... <laughs> they're not their sperm donor doctor. He's like someone who threatens to expose a secret about him and MJ. So probably not the guy who did it. But I will say, like, that's really sweet of Gabe to like, be a sperm donor. But, like, 
speak up. <laughs> like, it just was oh, like, listen. Uh, that's why. It's like Erica with a K. That's why it was like, yeah. what's happening here? But so, okay. So then that kind of makes sense. That, like, that's where his, his you know, the baby. Wow. Is. Erica was in six like, episodes. It's okay. A yeah. Deal breaker. I'm sorry. For Eri- her, it's a deal breaker. Erica was in six episodes, apparently. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the K spelling is what changes up. Yeah. If she's a lesbian. Let me, let me check so, a few more things real quick. Multiple episodes. Let's see. So she's clearly not a love interest. She's just someone the friends with, and then he gave sperm to, which is very sweet and highly respected, he, but also not really kind of the problem your girlfriend should have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, because it, it seems like the second episode is the one where he's like, "I think I'm in love with uh, Erica's girlfriend" or whatever. But it's like, no, because that's Erica's girlfriend. Their girlfriend. <laughs> it's like, dude. But so I'm confused because maybe he wants because I mean I know some people if they have sperm donors they want to keep the father in the life in some way maybe that's the situation but they're not living there anymore if she's given postcards so like he seems like he's not involved oh, well, like yeah I'm seeing but, another he was really just helping well Erica's girlfriend's a piece of shit <laughs> when Erica tells Gabe Charlie has left the island with all their possessions he tries to spare her returning to her disapproving shit. California parents by finding her a waitress shit. job Okay, so yeah, Gabe was just being a really sweet guy to his, like, single lesbian friend. Oh, so it's an Under the Tuscan Sun situation. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, that explains everything. So, Charlie is the Kate Walsh, right? I have like, not seen Under the Tuscan Sun, I'm so sorry. That's what? so- You have not seen that? No, what happens in Under Tu- the Tuscan Sun? Oh my god, Latoya, that's such a good reference, I didn't- I can't believe that joke didn't land. I'm sorry. Like, what? So, in Under the Tuscan Sun, first of all, Diane Lane gets broken up with by way of her ex's liaison's husband, <laughs> which is a really weird sentence, but, like, she's at a book signing or reading or whatever, yeah. and then, like, the guy her husband's cheating with's husband, or the, the, the girl her husband is cheating with's husband comes up and, like, by the way, our, our, our spouses are banging. Uh-huh. It's really fucked up. He's an awful person. Anyway, it's, like, never even mentioned. But regardless of that, like, um, in the meantime, her best friend, uh, Sandra O oh, is dating Kate Walsh, and they're, like, trying to have kids. Okay. They have a kid. She gets pregnant. She moves to Tuscany. Blah, blah, blah. She finds herself. Fuck some Italian dude. Yeah, see, that's why and I didn't care about that, but San- Sandra O oh and Kate Sandra Walsh oh as a lesbian over. couple. I'm like, yes, yeah. go on. Sandra O oh comes over and moves over to, she comes and she's like, she left me. And you find out that, like, a, she's, like, fucking, like, eight or nine months pregnant almost. And she's just, like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> just leaves. Like, it's all in the background. It's a bizarre plot. Like, it's basically just, like, she just, she, like, looked up one day and she's, like, I'm not ready for this. And she's, like, four or five months pregnant. And then just is, like, bye. And then she, like, moves to Italy with her. And they all, like, live in the house together in Italy. Aww. You've got to watch that movie. It's an adorable movie. And it ends with David Sutcliffe winning her over, which is very cute. But yeah, it's a very bizarre plot, but like, it's the same fucking plot. Like, it's like, I guess it's the same, like, there are fuckboy lesbians out there. Like, she got pregnant, the the girlfriend mm-hmm. was like, wait, I'm not ready to be a parent, and then just- Yeah, I think that's what happened. Shitty, and also, that's exactly what Erica happened is, was, was like, you said the, the actress's name, that's Scott Foley's wife. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But like, what's weird too is like, it's the same plot of like, which always struck me as kind of, it's the reason why it was such a specific reference I just made- is it's always struck me as kind of an odd thing because, like, it's not like, you know, like, a one-night stand gets, or, or even, like, a long-term couple gets pregnant and then suddenly they realize, like, whoops, I don't... Like, in most situations, unless there's a, uh, a non-traditional way of getting the sperm, usually most lesbian relationships that are going to have kids, 
there's some lead up to it. So like it's a certainly bizarre way for her. Did they hook up or something? Like I don't. How did they get sperm? Might have been like a. I don't know if it was an actual threesome or like it says he like oh. wakes up in bed with them. Like, but does that mean they actually slept together? Maybe it was a threesome. Oh. Maybe he did actually knock her up. But obviously, because okay. that would make more sense that she didn't plan on having kids. Otherwise, I mean, certainly there are people that are shitty and they'll say they're good with it until it happens yeah. and then they decide to flake. But, like, there's usually some more planning yeah. involved and, like, it just seems kind of bizarre to me that you get all yeah. the way to the point of getting a sperm donor and then realize you don't want to Yeah, it. but whatever happened, like, Erica definitely was still, like, I'm a lesbian, I'm in love with Charlie, I do not want you, Gabe, because you're anyway, a man. Anyway, all of this to say is that, like, why is Plucky even mad? Like, but she's no. like, oh, deal breaker, she I don't want to have... She has a right to be mad because Gabe doesn't tell her what actually happened. He's just like, I'm yeah, gonna be a dad and I can be your boyfriend. Like, no. Tell her you didn't just, like, randomly, not, well, at least not in the way Listen, she thinks, randomly knock some girl up. I agree to a, to an extent because, like, okay, sure, like, yeah, you didn't know about this, but at the same time, like, it's not really her business yet. They're not even dating until, like, this episode. Like, this is when you can be, you don't have to tell everybody your personal business. Like, he didn't even know she was necessarily gonna keep the kid until, like, a certain point. She hasn't had the kid yet, so, like, let him, like, tell you that, like, sit you down. Like, it's different if they had been dating for, like, four months and then she finds this out. Well, remember, he always talks about Lisa all the time. (laughs) Honestly. And she just left, and, like, the beginning of this episode is with him, like, oh, I thought you left. And she's furious that he's keeping secrets. It's like, you've only been dating, like, 24 hours. Let him sit you down and tell you about his life more. You're only on vacation here. I don't think he's gonna bog you down with all his, like, weird personal life stuff until you've actually dated for a week. Like, you don't have to even tell people, like, you have kids until the second or third date if you want to, but, like, understand, like, if that's something that's a major deal breaker to you, you should have been asking, like, so have you been seeing anyone? What's your history like? Right away. Not, like, two dates in, is all I mean. Like, get upfront questions, like, I'm interested in with you long term. Can you tell me if you're interested in that too? What's your situation? And Gabe would have been importantly either leaving out facts like this or that's his opportunity to be honest. All we've seen is them like have a surf montage. <laughs> Her convince him to give up everything and then just suddenly <laughs> they're just fighting. It's a strange. All I mean is like get some boundaries. Uh, Plucky, this you're crazy. So should have spend 45 minutes of Tessa and Frankie, honestly. Also, and my notes are like, even though I know Alex sucks and it's not good that he works for her, I was like, good job, Quentin, bro. <laughs> I was like, good luck, because now he's completely out of luck for everything. And I, at the end of the day, I think he's probably okay, because he'll find new sponsorship, but it's hilarious. But uh, honestly, I feel like the whole, like, what Grandma May is going to sponsor you bit is probably something Jason did before Alex worked there, but maybe not, because she seems pretty excited to have him on, but I don't know. Again, I don't understand but, uh, her motivation. Yeah, it's bizarre. All right, so um, Frankie uh, talks to Tessa and tells her, like, listen, I understand what, what happened. Like, I know okay. what you did. And she gets so terrified. It's a very sweet But scene. don't worry, he's, babe. Like, he's on his knees. Like, he's like, it's okay. And then she's not used to someone having, like, an adult reaction. So she's and not just thrown, grabbing but... her whenever they're upset with her, like, her garbage yeah. ex-boyfriend. It's so sweet. He's so nice. And then they are very sweet. And then um, MJ also gets an offer to open for the tour. And no, also, no she... not to open. To be the backup singer. Oh, I didn't know Yeah, backup, backup singer. singer. Oh, the... backup singer. <laughs> a, a lot of <laughs> long guess. hours rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Singing to each other and smiling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone's okay. gay on this show. We, oh, my God. We cracked the code. That would have been great. Uh, better show. There, better there are show. way more lesbians in the show than I expected, which were none. <laughs> I know. I mean, honestly, 
I'm still too few. All right. Um. So yeah. So they're they're like, okay, we're gonna. She's gonna potentially go on tour, but she's gonna run it past Chris first. I was like, what? What are you stupid? Let's <laughs> just go on tour. They're not even really dating so much yeah. as they just like they apologize to each other and kiss. Like it's not like a serious. I was like, I wrote in my notes. Do not choose Chris over this. Do not. Yeah. And so, um, well, we mentioned before that Nicole and Jason got engaged. This is when they, they get engaged literally, like, while they're having sex. Like, not a great time to get engaged, That's It's best to be engaged. I've, like, I've the been, whims of I've been engaged adrenaline. multiple times because of this. Yeah. It's just, like, on an adrenaline rush. She's like, maybe we should get married. And he's like, sure. And it's like, let's, like, maybe pump the brakes and wait until you're not, like, mid-coin. <laughs> <laughs> But so, uh, yeah, so that happens, and then, uh, later on they talk about, like, what their wedding will be like, and then there's a knock at the door, it's like, oh my god, um, and then also, we should get back to the Chris and the MJ stuff, the only good thing like, what like, about the us? only good thing yes. Chris ever did was just say, are you stupid? Go on tour. He's the opposite of Ross Geller, <laughs> and I support that. Yeah, and he's like, you don't need to worry about me, I'm not gonna be a groupie, so I'm not gonna go with you, which is also good, because yeah. some guys would be like, let me just leave all my stuff and move with you. And plus, he'd but be really upset like, when he realized his girlfriend is falling in love with the, the singer, and he, she's on tour. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, and then, like, so she's like, she's like, oh, but I, we're just getting started again. He's like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And she's like, so is this. It's like, no, it's not, girl. It's really like, not. We have the rest really of our lives not. to be together, which I would hope she would find someone better by the rest of her life, but... And he respectfully, I think, this is probably the only good thing he ever did. Yes. He just does not 21 episodes, okay. and Chris finally did a good thing. Yeah, and he's like, his, his good thing is admitting that he's not great, and he should leave. <laughs> and they kiss, and it's like, oh, and she says goodbye, and that's 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 the end of them. They don't even have any more scenes. Yeah. Really. It's just them kissing later. Not even in the um, final montage. It's like, they're, they're done yeah. now. And then, so as Jason and Nicole were talking the wedding, um, it's Vincent at the door who knocked at the door. He's like, by the way, they dropped the charges. And you're like, whoa. And then the craziest thing is like, this is the weirdest scene. Like, this is where I was like, okay, the train has officially gone off the tracks. Because he says to her, um, I agreed to come, but she agreed to take care. But only if I came and got you after I figured things <coughs> out and brought my friend Ba ba bum, a priest, and it's like, wait, what? She manipulated this because, like, she the okay, criminal she mastermind, said, the criminal mastermind. Yeah, because like you had mentioned, that I didn't realize at the time that he had already proposed to her, so maybe she had some lead up to this. But like, that's a heavy like. Just because someone proposed to you a couple weeks ago doesn't mean they're just necessarily going to be on board with. Yeah, what if he was like? Maybe we time? should wait. What if he yeah, was like, that? what if they had gotten in a fight and like he had stormed off or something because like he's pissed about Vincent being gone or whatever. It's a heavy ask. <laughs> but anyway, it would have been great if she was like alone and they knock and he's like, oh, you said no. <laughs> and then the priest is just sad. And goes back. <laughs> also, that priest would got killed too, I feel like. Uh, but yeah, so then <laughs> the priest is there and he's like, I'm here to pronounce you guys husband and wife. And it's like, what? <laughs> so they get married there on the spot, which is so weird. Like, none of his family is there, none of her family's there, their friends are not there. It makes no sense. Well, but it makes sense later on. You find out why this happens, basically. Oh, but also, the important part is not just that Jason is free to go. Jason now owns Vincent's shares because Vincent's going to prison, yes. so... His his gift to them is, like, here are the shares in this, the deed to the hotel or whatever. But what's confusing, too, is, like, um, he's like, I'm going to prison. I'm not going to know where I'm going. But, like, he's out on his own reconnaissance again. Again, another white <laughs> dude. But, like, how is he able to just, like, go to the middle of nowhere well, and, like... The DEA guy's like, well, you know, we're not done with you. He's like, yeah, I just let me just get my affairs in order, which I guess he's allowed to do. Because he, oh he helped out. 
Good lord. And so he's able to, like, go run off to, like, literally a safe house in the middle of the island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, the best place he could have disappeared from, but he decides, I guess, to keep, keep the legit mm-hmm. and turn himself in. Um, and then what's odd, too, is that, like, on top of all of this, they're, um, they're, they're just gonna, like, elope on their own with nobody there. Yeah. It seems very counterintuitive Vincent, to the who, show who before. is like Jason's dad, but is not his dad. Poor Jason's dad. his actual dad. Like, they should've just made Vincent in the like, show. Vincent it's his dad, honestly. I thought he was! I know, <laughs> but they can't do, like, the, 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 gr- the poor boy, rich girl thing if it's Vincent's dad, unless you say that Vincent, like, grew up poor or whatever. But it's creepy too because it's like he comes across like he's both their dads. Like, <laughs> yeah. Very incestual situation. <laughs> but so anyway, he's there and there's there's like psych, we're just gonna get married on our own. It's like, ah. uh, we also find out later on we can wrap up yeah, the other plot. We get, yeah, we'll get into we're in the wrap up, we're about to get into the montage. So Frankie's off to he's like he's gonna leave into a new, new club with Tessa. And that's nice. Which means also uh, we mentioned- was he literally the only bartender they had at that cabana? I don't know. I, they actually like, like, never hired a bartender before yeah. who understood how to mix drinks. He packs up all the alcohol and then he shuts it down. He's he, Momoa is great and he's charismatic and he seems really competent at the job. But like they truly treat like he re, he invented the idea of bartending, which is just not how bartend <laughs> you could easily find a new bartender in a day. Yeah, <laughs> come on. And okay, so but we so do. Actually, I, I realize now we do see MJ and Chris again just because he's like you have to believe in us, MJ. And then we start the montage. She says goodbye to yeah, Oasis. Stop crying your heart out. Just how you know yeah. shit's gonna go down. And then we see the scene of Nicole and Jason getting married. Which is nice. I think it's it's a nice scene. You're like, oh, I didn't think... It was kind of bizarre. I was like, why are they randomly getting married? There's no rush. It's not like he's going to prison, too. But <laughs> yeah, he's whatever. definitely not going to prison now. Why wouldn't you want... I guess because Vincent, his, their dad, <laughs> wants to see them I've married. never seen an episode of a show more clearly written in ba- backwards from the end. <laughs> like, they realized they had written themselves into a hole, so they had to have them get married randomly and spontaneously on the front lawn of this safe house truly <laughs> is what happens i'm not kidding it's on the front lawn i mean it's a beautiful place it's right on the water you could see i mean i keep saying the middle of the island but it's in the middle of i think it's like the edge of an island but mm-hmm. it's in the middle of nowhere otherwise and they're like beautiful scenery which is of course like a safe house in the middle of nowhere is like this beautiful scene but like they're on they're on the grass in the front lawn like next to the driveway and they're just like do you take Jason to be your hopefully and they're like, yeah. You're now man and, so, and wife, and then let's see, we have Gabe sad Gabe surfing. Alone. <laughs> he's alone, but he's he's back to his roots, I think, is the implication. And that's it. Well, like, okay, well, everything's nice. Yeah. They kiss, they're married. Frankie closes then, the bar for for good, because there's probably no other bartenders. Then he and Tessa leave, and they're just, they're so cute. Like, he just wraps his arm yeah. around her, and they walk away on the beach, and I'm like, you guys are so cute. Why isn't this the entire show? And then, okay, I we should just jump to the very ending. Yes, yes, now we're also, we're there now. Well, Doherty, we'll, we'll do this part of it too. Oh, well, okay, the very, very yeah. Because that should have Doherty walks. That should have happened before what happens before it. You, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't think. But no, I don't think that the Alex scene should be the last scene you see. I think it should be the second to last scene because the of last course. I mean, that's one of my major issues with the ending. Is it like what the hell is the order of this ending? Yeah, like fuck. No like that actually made me angry at Shannon Doherty. Like she should not be the the last. Shot. Agreed. Agreed. And then so she comes walking into the hotel and no one's there. <laughs> All the staff is gone. Tessa and Frankie left. Nicole is, is not here. Because she's away and Jason obviously is gone. Yeah. And she says to the bus guy from the beginning, again, one of like four native people who are on the show. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where is uh Everybody. Jason? Like, where's and everybody? 
Yeah, and he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's strong, because he's like, I don't get a line. You fucked over and all of your employees, <laughs> dummy. Poor, this poor day player doesn't get a fucking line. And he's just like, mm. And then she's just like, huh. And she, like, looks around at this, like, awfully 2000s. Boo-hoo. Like, high-end-looking hotel. Like, it's not as noticeable in the, in the first couple episodes, but, like, when you see, like, this big crane shot of the hotel, I'm like, this doesn't look good. Like, it's not a really good hotel. <laughs> That's why they all quit. Because it looks bad to me. <laughs> they all fought. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, like, it kind of made me, like, eek. Because it looks nice when they're, like, on the water and stuff. And, like, in the opening shot, they have this huge, like, Titanic boat-style, like, double, like, uh walkway kind of thing. Although I guess it's not double, but it's like, it's that level of like super high up staircase that goes all the way down. Like, okay, that's nice. But, and then there's like these little like koi ponds, but the koi ponds are like a weird color and it's just, it's all very 2004 or whatever. Like it's not a very modern take. It looks like the kind of place that should in, in modern times just be marble everything. I would imagine everything nowadays is probably just marble floor to ceiling, white, everything. And then, you know, like, still some koi, maybe. But, like, it's just very... It looks very dated immediately the minute they start showing from the top. Anyway, so that's that scene. And it's, like, kind of just, like, whoops. It's kind of... It's supposed to be, like, the Ice Queen lives alone kind of vibe, I guess. Because everybody's left. She's like, where is everybody? It's like, bitch, you, like, force everybody to leave. What are you, surprised? One by one, she alienated, like, Frankie and Tessa. She alienated MJ, who's now going to go on tour. She alienated, um... Uh, Did anyone give notice? They all just left. Gabe. Gabe left. He quit, at least. Gabe is, I mean, as stupid as Gabe is, he's the only one that gave her notice. <laughs> um, and then, like, Jason and, and Nicole were kind of abrupt, too. And Vincent's obviously yeah, gone. Yeah, so, Nicole like, started the episode gone. at work. And she did not end the episode at work. It's a very interesting episode, because truly everyone from the entire company just leaves. And that's kind of, like, an interesting way to end the the episode or the the season, which is just like everybody that ran the place is gone. Like it's a it's kind of like we met. I mentioned Angel Angel before is a weird thing, but it's like the Hyperion where it's just like everybody that lived here is now gone. So it's like a very interesting, cold, desolate look. But like there's still people walking around at the hotel, so it's not as intense as it probably could have could have been. But yeah, so she's like, oh shit, and then that's it. That's how that ends. But we jumped ahead, because that's the actual final shot, which makes no sense. Let's just jump right back to Nicole and Jason, who are newlywed. And I don't even know what they say to him. It's sort of like, you want to go pull the car around? They're going to go back and like see everybody and tell them they got married? I guess, yeah. But although they won't find anybody, because everyone left. Yeah, honestly, they don't even realize. Like, the cell phones not exist in their world? <laughs> well, no, because yeah. Nicole has a flip phone! So, look, she could have been calling people this whole time, but whatever. Um... Uh, thank God she didn't, because in the next scene, this is the stupidest scene I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you see this ominous shot of this, like, bulky Chinese dude, like, in the background, you're like, wait, what? And then you see, like, he basically was, like, in the, like, it's as stupid as, like, the Kim Kardashian gif of her in the bushes. Like, it's <laughs> like, he's right there under a tree, and it's somehow, like, hidden from Jason who walks and gets into the car who's like a foot away from him but Jason misses him completely and doesn't realize there's like a guy who clearly like he's there as the muscle we see in the beginning with with um Zhao about who's gonna you remember we said before Jason's dead if they don't get the money to her and you're like wait what and then you see you see him like run off which is like dude if you're gonna tinker with this car you're way too close to it why did you do this before they came out to the front lawn for a (laughs) wedding well, he had to wait for Vincent, but, like, I'm so confused. I have so many questions. He had to wait for Vincent to stop his car. Mm-hmm. So, 
he must have done that and then just but he could have run when he was done like yeah. that's stupid but also like the priest is pretty close to him when they come to the door so like there's a lot of like plates in the air i don't know how this guy did this without uh, we'll get to it anyway jason goes to the car he goes like pull the car around as they say and like vincent sees the guy running off and so jason again misses him even though he's closer to him and then Nicole's like, wait, what? And they both look over, and Jason's trying to rev the car, and it's like got that, like, you know, turning over the engine sound, like that, rum, 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 and he tries again, and then Vincent, like, puts two and two together and grabs Nicole and pulls her back, because, dun, 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 Jason turns over the engine again, and it fucking explodes! Kaboom is what I wrote in my notes! Like, sky high! Like, it's not even subtle, like, okay, maybe he walked away from it. It's like, Boom. Like, there's no way he survived, which is a crazy scene. And that is it. That's the end of the <laughs> series slash episode. Although we mentioned before, then it cuts to, Al- to Alex back at the hotel, which is like, what the fuck? undermining Who does that? that? Right? It's like the craziest shot. And then it's like, and also, this person's still here. It's like, I don't care about these people. Come back to the, the smoking rind of a car. <laughs> Go back to Nicole's even screams sh- for her dead husband. That's the best acting she does on the whole series, is her screaming, Jason, no! Because it just ends with her, like, it's such a dark twist, and she just is screaming, no! At the top of her lungs, and, like, it cuts to the pluming smoke from the car, and it's just her keep screaming. It's a very dark scene. And then they cut to Alex. Who gives a fuck about Alex? But it's, like, that's, like, the darkest scene possible, and it's just, like, about the comedy dumb end of an episode of a regular episode of a TV show. It's, like, that is not the same thing. I think exploding someone with a car bomb is, like, like, I don't even know what episodes of a TV show I would watch. Like, again, I can't stress this enough. This is the equivalent of the Gilmore Girls showing a scene where Luke goes to move his his truck and it explodes. The explosion was meant for Jess, obviously. Yeah, and uh, well, I guess this is implied to be, it was supposed to be for Vincent, although Jason was threatened at the beginning, but now that Vincent had had double-crossed Zhao, maybe it switched to him, not clear, I don't know, maybe because Zhao went away, she couldn't stop the guy who was there to give a hit on Jason, and he sees Vincent there and thinks, well, my job is to take him out, so it's happening anyway. It's unclear, but basically, it all ends with Jason's body smoking corpse in a car. <laughs> and that is it! Like, it's truly one of the darkest endings to a show. I, like I said to you before when I was taking my notes, like, my notes literally say LaToya, comma, I screamed. Because <laughs> it takes a lot to surprise me for a TV show episode, and this truly did that. Like, I did not see this coming by a mile away. I know they imply it heavily in the beginning. They even say, like, he's dead if this happens. But, like, this has not come across as the type of show that's going to be killing people like this. Especially by bomb. Not even, like, he dies in a surfing accident or something tragic, you know? Like, it's... Ugh, what was your take on it? I feel like I've just been The crazy. show went insane. It was a nice, pleasant, <sighs> garbage show at the beginning. And then, what is this? It's funny because you mentioned in the last episode that you're like, it got very soapy towards the end. I mean, you so underlined the level of soapiness that actually happened when you said that. Because I forgot. It didn't like, just obviously, get soapy. I've never seen got, this like, episode. Okay. But this got, it got this insane. This is like, more intense than like Days of Our Lives. Like, they're not killing people with car bombs on that show. At least they're just using some straight up poison or like guns. Well, like, they don't have the, Days of Our Lives, they don't have the budget. Like, daytime soaps don't have right, the budget. That's to true. Do that. It is an intense explosion. Like, it's not a small explosion. It, the whole car goes up in a fucking 
huge cacophony of fire. And, like, the poor priest is not traumatized for nothing. Like, all these things are going through my head. I'm like, is the guy going to come back and try and kill the rest of them? Because, like, <laughs> every episode, another person gets blown up. Another like, why wasn't this the up? pilot episode? Th- this should be the pilot of a show, not the finale. Jesus. That's, that's coming way too hot. It's, it's wild. But, yes, yeah, so that, that, is, that is North Shore, guys. I mean... It ended before this even aired, so it's not even like we could say it was the kind of thing where this didn't land. It just straight up just happened after it went off the air already. Well, kind of. I mean, it had already been canceled, I believe. Um, it might have aired once, but yeah, this is this is more like it. I mean, if every show we watch was like this, I'd feel like <laughs> there'd be a lot more shows that are still on the air through like fan campaigns <laughs> because this is some crazy <laughs> shit. I can't believe this is not a more popular like nonsense show that people refer others to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it just comes across as the kind of show that a lot of people would enjoy the camp of, for sure. So, uh, I mean, yeah, if you're looking for Can we single-handedly bring show, back North Shore? Just, like, and yeah, people's, like, talking about campaign. it. We should have people, like, what, like, mail... <laughs> mail, uh, Tabasco. Just <laughs> 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 Fox. And she's like, please bring back... Mail Pukashell necklaces. can get a day off of uh, Aquaman 2 to come back and do some more North Shore. God. Uh, honestly, if I ever interview Momoa Jason Momoa, I'm going to bring up North Shore. It's going to Please happen. Please, God, do that. And then, honestly, just ask him, was this the greatest experience of your life? Because, can you imagine being on the show and watching that happen? Like, I want to know, because you mentioned before that, like, um, uh, the main uh, actor, I forget his name. Paloha? Yeah, Paloha. Um, or Christopher Paloha, yeah. sorry. Um, he... Knew that this was going to be campy and insane. I wonder if he knew that was the finale going into yeah, the show. I don't because... think he knew it was going to become that insane because it's like talking about the show, hyping it up in the beginning at the normal level that it began. But how did he okay that? Like he just kind of wrote off the show, but I guess it was already done before. I, I got so many questions because he's by far the lead of the show, whether you like it or not. Like he's for sure in charge of it all. So like for them to kill off their main character, it would have been the dumbest. Like he got out of the car at the right second. Like what the no way? There was no there's way. No there's no way. way. He even got out like the blowback. No, there's no way. I'm surprised that the dude who set the bomb didn't get. Well, I mentioned before God, that he so probably tripped like, he on his way out. Close, he literally was like a foot away from the car as it before it exploded. So that guy even could probably get hit. But it was an intense explosion. I have so many questions. <laughs> But, like, that's a crazy thing for him to be like, yeah, it's cool if you write me out of the show I'm starring on. I think he would probably put up a bit of a fight. And I think rightfully so, because that's, like, a it's a pretty big career decision to be like, by the way, we're going to kill you off in the finale. It's some Ned Stark. This is, like, the OG Game of Thrones, okay, guys? They blow Before him up. Game they, of they Thrones. They him, and Nicole's like, I can never be with another man. Nicole now likes women. That's the show now. Can you please, if you do ever bring this up to Jason Momoa, can you start the sentence off by saying, like, so I want to talk about this show that you're on for a season or so uh, that ended with the main character dying in a crazy, intense uh, murder. And I'm like, yeah, Game of Thrones is like, no, no, North Shore. Because <laughs> that's literally how insane this is. Like, he literally might have just been like, so what happened to you, Christopher, at the cast party? He's like, oh, you know, they blew me up. Like, what, what kind of a... I don't understand. I, I wonder what the characters knew in advance, because that would certainly maybe change the way they talked to him in his last moments. Like, I have so many questions. Because no one acts to him like it's going to be the last time they see him when they leave Jason. Like, it's very casual. Because it's just like, a, you know, it's a goofy show where he's, like, running off with Brooke, with uh, Nicole to try and be safe. Like, it's not the kind of thing where 
he's you think he's gonna die in the next scene. It's just wild. I don't know how else to describe it. It's uh, well, yeah. So, do you have any other notes? I can't even. I don't. I, I'm so exhausted by just rehashing it. To be honest. God, what a oh, Jesus. What a way to end anything. I'm. I'm. Fox were cowards to not air this. <laughs> yeah, call out Fox. You were cowards. Cowards. Why didn't you wear this? Oh my god. That's hilarious. Well, yeah. So, I highly recommend you find that. If you can find it, I'll link to uh, what's all, what's available right now. But just keep searching. I'm sure it'll be it'll pop up again if not. But, um, yeah. It's a highly enjoyable 40 minutes. Give or take. Honestly, you could watch this without even having seen the first two episodes. It would be just as good. <laughs> like, it's a crazy ending to any show. Although, if you... I don't... I'm curious to know if people watch the, the first part or the, the, the end part and tell me what version of the show do you prefer? Truly. Because I would I would say I actually kind of prefer the second part, even though I know it's I've, kind of off the I rails. I enjoy but... it if Alex weren't around. Yeah, that's true. I think that's the weakest part of the show. Um, which is ironic because I feel like she was brought on to try and strengthen the yeah. show. But she killed yeah, the show. She's not great. She's and not great. Just like the explosion killed Jason. Alright, so, uh, that's, that's it for that. Stay tuned for some more b- b- bonus episodes, um, as well as some new regular episodes as well. Um, hopefully equally as entertaining as North Shore was. We can move on to plugs, though, if you have anything else to plug besides keep subscribing to Patreon. Uh, yeah, keep subscribing to my Patreon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LaFergs. Uh, pre-order my book, an encyclopedia of women's wrestling, on Amazon or wherever you get books. And it takes one click, guys. It's already happened for me. It's very nice and simple. Yeah, baby. Pop my book. Woo. It comes right to your door. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then, as always, I am at Mara E on Twitter. Uh, once again, keep an eye out for some future episodes. Uh, you can rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes, or just stay subscribed for some other uh, cool stuff coming out in the future. Um, thanks again for watching. Hellboy, guys. See you next time. Bye bye.